Welcome to Wrestling History X, where three friends come together to talk about the stories behind the matches. I'm Matt. I'm not surprised. I'm Shane. Oh, <laughs> Shane. Welcome to the house show, guys. Yeah, I hadn't thought of anything. I'm Welcome sorry. to the house show. Yeah, I just show. kind of started the recording. Yep. That's what we do on these house shows. That's right. They're fun and fancy free. That's right. We, we haven't done one in a while. and we were just like, time. We're it's the same like, prompt, too. For sure. We got together this weekend, and we... Uh, Ended up going to a SmackDown this last weekend. SmackDown, yeah, SmackDown, SmackDown Live. Live. What's the date on that? It's uh, February fourth. Yeah, the February fourth one. Oklahoma twenty twenty two. Shane already had seats. <clears throat> I did. Yeah, you probably saw Shane on your screen. Yeah, he's front row center. I'll uh, ish. I'll have to post a picture because my nephew sent me one because I was second row for the when SmackDown was in Tulsa in August. And yeah, I saw you on that yeah, one as well. He, he shot me that picture, and then the one of me just on Friday night. Yeah, we were looking down at you, and uh, we I were kept just looking like, up, but I couldn't see. I mean, where we I were, mean, this, we, it was very dark. Yeah, we were we were in an area that was very dark on the opposite side, and yeah, I was yeah. front row center. But the chairs were very comfortable. <laughs> Matt and I, the, chair, the chairs weren't so comfortable. Matt and I we, probably would have left early. We literally we said if we had, had to sit next to people, we probably would have left about an hour into the show. Yeah. Hence, the reason why we're recording this, because we just wanted to bitch about SmackDown. I mean, yep. it was not a good experience. No. Um, I, I mean, Matt and I would look down at Shane, who couldn't see us, but we could see him, and he never looked uh, enthused. No. He looked um, like he was at a funeral for a family member that had passed, that he didn't necessarily like, but he liked their significant other a lot, so he just felt bad for them. Yeah. <laughs> is that kind of how you felt? That's a, a good way to That's play. what it looked like. Where he's like upset for his little, for his aunt, yeah. but he really didn't like his yeah. uncle. Because yeah. Shane was sitting next to like two little kids, and these two little kids just kept like jumping around and yeah. everything. And it was just like, are you guys watching the same show we're watching? Yeah, and that's was... when we kind of realized, like uh, throughout the show, that Matt and I were like, oh, this that's is right. for the children. This is for kids. Yes, for the children, not for us. 35 to 40 year old. It's Hulkamania, but it's not Hulkamania done well. Like, where it's like, oh, the Hulkamania is for children. But this is, like, for kids, but just because, like, it's big and bright and loud, maybe? Because it's on TV, maybe? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they added sound effects for the pyro, guys. It's definitely more of a, uh, a show for those watching at home than it is for people who are actually attending... I absolutely implore oh, you. I implore you. I, I literally not... thought that as soon as Paul Heyman started talking, yeah. and the audio in the arena was absolutely dog shit. Mm-hmm. I was like, I could understand. Oh that. wait, this is a product for the TV. Yeah, this is like we're can, we're here just as noise. Honestly, I can remember be... going to house shows years ago, and and I don't know, know things if... that weren't televised and having a great time. They are still good. I will attest that. It. Apparently, are made for TV. Suck to be live in attendance. It's basically know? like going to uh, a live event and then um, not paying the extra money on Hulu. So it's like, oh, like mm-hmm. the like five minutes commercial, I pay for five commercial minutes commercial. Everything. So yeah. having to sit through four hundred commercials that WWE puts together of their own shit, it's rough. <laughs> it is. I mean, literally, 
the theme music would play. The wrestler would come down to the ring. People would be excited. And we'd be like, yeah, all right, oh, cool, that person. Woo. Yeah, Charlotte Flair, Shinsuke you know, Nakamura. I mean, we, we cheered when we were supposed to cheer. We yeah. booed when we were supposed to boo. We, mm-hmm. we, we, we tried to get into it as we, much as we possibly could. We did could. try. Um, but then the ring would go dark. Mm-hmm. And it was obvious that they were at a commercial break. But like literally as soon as they come back from commercial break, they would play a promo package. And then it would... The lights would come back on, and their theme music would come back on. Like, oh, it's been playing this whole time, guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like Charlotte Flair comes to the ring to a pop. Lights go dark, so we know we're in a commercial. And then a package comes on, and then her music starts back up. And it's like, yeah, what are we to time... be excited about? We saw her, like, even on TV, it's like she came to the ring. It's fine if it starts in, in Charlotte Flair. So whoever's on the other side of the ring... Like, what are the chances of them winning? But literally, so, like, it's having, fine if they don't get an entrance. They're having to stand there in the ring just doing absolutely nothing well, for excitement three gets, minutes. Yeah. Any excitement you did have got completely oh, sucked yeah. there is, out of your there, I, bottom I'm toe. sure there was every time that they came back from a commercial break that the bulk of the crowd was just dead silent because you didn't know if you were supposed to be cheering anymore or yeah. by that point you didn't really give a no, fuck. No, they, they, like, they, they never, the, they never yeah. really gave us a clue if it was like only because the ring went dark did we know that they were on a commercial. Could you imagine yeah. like the apathy that we had and then imagine if you are a uh, like trained and talented wrestler. Not even just somebody that wrestles. Not even if you're like Nia Jax but like what if you are Charlotte Flair, what if you are um, Cesaro? Cesaro, like, what if you literally yeah. Cesaro was on the outside of the ring for a match with Ricochet versus Ridge Holland with Sheamus on the that, outside, and Sheamus is on the outside as well. The match goes two minutes. I mean, they go to a commercial, yeah. and magically Adam Pierce, not not SmackDown general manager Adam Pierce, yeah. comes out. And tells the crowd. WWE tells the crowd, official. not TV. It's dark at this point. It's on commercial. He goes, "Oh, you want a tag team match?" And then it comes back, and they're having a tag team match, which goes two minutes. Which, like, yep. if we were watching at home, you'd cue Michael Cole, and be like, "And now we have a tag team match." During, yeah, Michael during Cole would be like, "During the commercial, Adam Pierce came out and made it a tag." Like, which isn't, of course, broadcast to us because we don't get the commentary um and we shouldn't but i'm sitting here watching this and i'm thinking back i'm like well we had big televised shows from the like late 80s on with like clash of champions can you imagine clash of champions it had to have felt more like a wrestling show than that Mm -hmm. you know that they just like had to have implored commercial breaks more correctly well even on clash of champions you had longer than two minute matches I mean, you know, absolutely. You've got Clash of Champions six matches that happen in the first half hour, or first hour of a two-hour show. That says a whole lot about the quality of the matches. They didn't last. I mean, there's shit. no the, the theme songs and commercials that we watched in studio or in the arena lasted longer than the actual you, match itself. You guys may have seen my tweet that I made while I was sitting there. I was like, "Does anyone have a stopwatch on these matches? Because it was pitiful." Like it's not wrestling. I went to a wrestling, wrestling show and I didn't see any wrestling. And I didn't see any wrestling. Yeah, I I paid to get front row tickets to a wrestling show, and I really wish that every executive that works for WWE would 
pay out of their own pocket to come to one of these shows and sit there and pinpoint where in all of that production is worth the money that not only myself but everybody else that is buying a ticket to this fucking show where is it actually worth their money you know you guys had tickets all the way up there and you were gifted tickets we for were free. gifted the tickets yeah, we and had... we still literally we were an hour into the show and we were like if we were sitting next to people we would probably yeah we got like weird like like uh, box seat tickets from a friend who you know whoever they sponsor the arena or whatever. So it was we were sitting in like comfortable like computer chairs and uh, had a waitress it, if we wanted one. Yeah, and it still was just like kind of pulling teeth. And it's weird because I've been to a WWF house show. I've been to NXT house shows where it's just wrestling. And they're so much fun. And they're so fun. Because mm-hmm. the crowd is into it the whole time. It's match after match I after mean, match. I mean, literally the biggest pops of the night was the Big E hot tag. Yep. Yeah. It was a built wrestling match, and the biggest pop of the night was a hot tag. Yep. As, as it should be. I mean, Absolutely. A hot tag should be. I mean, it's an indictment to I mean, tag it team wrestling. should be the biggest pop of the night, but... But I mean, it that was, was the biggest match of the night. But it was the yeah. biggest pop of the yeah. night. Like, yeah, it, it was, was bigger than, like, everyone started chanting Goldberg when he came out, but no one was really popping for him. No, no one really popped for Ronda Rousey when she came out. No. no. I mean, they but also... The hot can, tag, everyone popped for that. Yeah, because you we know like, what works? We, wrestling. You know what also works? Tag team wrestling, when done even, even when it's done even in a half-ass way, it's still great. There's a reason why, like... The like midnight and rock and roll were uh, bringing in incredible amounts of money. Uh, it shows back in the day that weren't even televised because like it was great tag team wrestling yeah. that did the right thing. There's a reason why wrestling is predetermined, and it's to get the biggest reaction out of the people, out of the the crowd as possible, and milking that. And this was. Like it's like uh, if you're trying to get milk, they uh, they just like cut the udder open and let it all fall out. <laughs> it's just like what are we doing here? Yeah, I, I wanted something that was remotely close to being worth the ticket value, not just my ticket, but you know even worth a free ticket. And it wasn't. I wasn't even sports entertained. No, no, the most sports entertained I got was. Heyman and even his promo went a little long. I was more sports. That pissed was fifteen off. minutes long, and yes, it, it was, went long. It was very like I was feeling it. I was like, "This is way too long." Yeah, I was. I was pissed because there was so much micromanaging done ringside, where you know you're trying to be involved in the show and be excited and you know cheer and whatnot, and you have people at ringside coming around telling you to sit down, don't do this, don't say oh, this. Oh yeah. yeah crowd so, control thing it's like no you shouldn't control the crowd no. and instead you had us sitting there going you know with our hand on our face just kind of staring off into a ring that nothing worthwhile was happening in yeah and it's like if you let me stand up maybe i could at least suspend disbelief because you're not doing a very good job of it mm-hmm. the yep. uh, but you've been going to live events for a really long time shane is this the this may there, have been the worst show that I've there, been to. There has to be other ones where they do the start-stop commercial thing. 
or was it just more noticeable? I think it's here? just gotten much because I remember yeah, us going to that more. Raw a few years ago, and it was not that bad. Yeah. I do remember going to a Raw a few years ago, and I do not remember it being. I don't remember really much from that show outside of a uh, flex mean, off and, to, and Vince McMahon calling us hillbillies, which was very nice. Yeah, I went to SmackDown in August, and there was a lot of that stuff happening then, but I don't remember. Or maybe it was just a better, better stuff, you know, more entertaining. Maybe you so had a didn't... couple extra drinks before you went in. Yeah, hung out with uh, Matt Riddle beforehand. Oh, I, I was on TV with the bottom of my beer falling off, so <laughs> you know, that was a, a fun way to start the show. Yeah, but you know, even then, I don't remember there being as many stop-start commercial breaks, sit down, stand up, you know, be quiet, blah blah blah. I do remember them picking on the kid in the front row because he was wearing a uh, tank top and he was a big kid. So, you know, he had a lot of excess stuff showing, and one of the guys came over at that point and said, the people backstage said that they need you to put this shirt on, and they gave him a t-shirt because they didn't want to have this big kid. Uh, to a fat, have a fat back. kid on TV? Yeah. Like, I mean, I'm not trying to be rude, but it's like, that's what they're, that's what they're saying. Yeah. Like, let's just say what they were thinking. Yeah. It's like, oh, oh have so, you not seen wrestling In that fans? sense, we're they not had typically a kid in the, the front thinnest. row in tears on camera because oh he was like a 10-year-old kid being told that, A, you're too fat oh. to be on oh camera. That's and really upsetting. what you're wearing is not appropriate. But, I, was you know, I was like, here, have a free t-shirt. I was already upset with this. Like, whenever they announced WrestleMania for Dallas, we immediately were like, We don't live oh, that far away. We live three hours away. We're two and a half hours away, guys. Let's, like, we don't have to fly anywhere. We can drive down. Mm-hmm. We're good. We can do this. And like literally, it'll be the as, most affordable and easiest way to see WrestleMania. Yeah, and just as time has progressed, WWE everything WWE does, it just takes a little bit more out of me caring mm-hmm. at all. Momentum, like we've seen the house shows, and we're in, there's momentum, match, 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 intermission, fine. Everybody can go take a piss and get their piss out, come back, and have matches. It's not every 10 seconds another piss break commercial mm-hmm. where it's like, oh, cool. Like Matt and I went to a New Japan, but New Japan is different. They don't do live events quite the same way. It's a wrestling promotion. So they wrestle all the way through, and the crowd was the hottest they ever got at the end of the I night. Mean, that crowd was... 5,000 people in a 20,000 seat arena. And sounded like 16,000. Yeah. It, it was so loud in there because everyone was just going insane for what was happening yeah. in the ring. Hey, because everybody that was there absolutely cared about wrestling. Yeah. And that's the, like, leads back to the point where it's like, oh, this is for kids. Like, because mm-hmm. the kids were the ones that were having fun, I mean, and it was fun when they showed the kids enjoying themselves on the like screen or whatever. But what was happening in the ring was enjoyable for nobody over the age of twelve. No, no, and you know when the most entertaining match of the night is the dark match that nobody sees. You know the the go home match where they're supposed to send everybody home happy. What does that say yeah. about everything that and, you just showed us? For and, the, previous two Actually, hours. Actually, I, 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 there was a point in that match that where, was very sad. Where, so, like, there were some crowd members that had a sign. What, what, we couldn't see what the sign said. It said something oh, about uh, Heyman and Reigns. 
I'm trying to remember what the fuck it said. But it was something about love a cow or something okay. like that. Well, so during this dark match, go home. Like literally, Paul Heyman, like, or Roman goes and takes the sign before the match starts, tears it up basically. Very fun house show vibe. Yes. Yeah. And it, it was. Uh, the Bloodline versus Drew McIntyre and the Viking Raiders. Okay. And so the match gets going. It's whatever going on. And then all of a sudden, in the middle of the match, Heyman, like, gets fired up, takes it's his jacket off, and starts... Full, like, full Bluto. Does the like, Bluto, like, yeah. very thing funny. with the crowd. It's very great. The only problem, while this was happening, is... Eric had had a move done to him in the ring. Eight minutes and just laying And on he's the literally selling like a forearm yep. in the ring while everyone else is over. Yeah. Like the bloodline is all on the floor. Well, no, like one of, it. one of the Usos was on the apron. But it wasn't the legal man. No, the it wasn't. The legal man it wasn't had the, gotten down. It, it wasn't the legal man, but the Viking Raider who was selling for so long was on the ropes on the heel side selling and it's like all we would have had to do to fix that was him to like look around for the ref and like get a kick in every once in a while to whatever it was he was selling yeah. or at least start to make him sell something and that would be fine but he was just like standing there and like looking down while the other guy is just selling for like legitimately five minutes of paulie doing a like cartoony like run at the guy and they hold him back because like oh no you can't hit a fan but you're mad and it was cute and funny but if you're gonna do it, that part you was got, enjoyable. You got what was happening in the ring. It was just like yeah. this poor son of a bitch uh, is selling I nothing. Feel so bad because I remember seeing the Viking Raiders back when they were the War Raiders in New Japan and ROH, and I considered them actually the Young Bucks' best opponent mm-hmm. at that time. Yeah, they were over. They were they they very, so good. They were like. Uh, pretty aerial for big boys too they did um like i believe one of them used to do a cartwheel uh well he still does he still does okay every once in a while doesn't he Um, i think he did it in the match i don't even remember it all i remember is eric always like body slams ivar onto him onto the guy it's the smaller guy body slamming the bigger guy which which i always thought was a fun spot they were a much better team until they got into the WWE machine. And you and main they, roster, yeah, main roster. Yeah, and they, 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 were they, still, were they were still NXT. pretty good when they first joined. Well, NXT. because they uh, they went, they had uh, it was a NXT War Games. They had a big match that a lot of people liked, and then right after that, they got called up. But literally, if they didn't do their little raid, raid, and that is so fucking stupid. raid, you wouldn't remember these guys at all at this point. Yeah, mm-hmm. no, you wouldn't. I was like, oh. I forgot about them. Yeah. I mean, literally, I could do... If we did word association with the people that were on this show. Drew McIntyre. Sword. Exactly. <laughs> um, Ronda Rousey. Uh, Joan Jett. Yeah, I'm like, eh? Yeah, it's like, uh, yeah, Joan Jett, I guess, because not even Piper anymore. Ridge Holland. Face mask. Yep. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I'm like, this is this is how it's WWE not, yeah, if, if plans you, out their people at this point. Where mm-hmm. here, here's um, a counterpoint: um, Arn Anderson, badass enforcer, enforcer, spinebuster. Mm-hmm. Like you would name something. Daddy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Cody's Arn, manager. Yeah, you would name Glock. something. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like you would say something 
about him, you'd say Arn, Arn Anderson, Enforcer, Spinebuster. Four horsemen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and, you'd be, and, yeah, uh, like Ricky Steamboat. Dragon. S- Dragon, fire. Skin the Cat. Like, you're not saying things that Savage, are like... Yeah. Mania. Yeah. Goat. Slim Jim. Trilogy. <laughs> yeah. 1989. But, but yeah, there were, here we have Sword. Yeah. What's he going to do with that sword? I mean, here. Here, here we go. Jinder Mahal. Saudi Arabia. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no slight to him, um, but, like, that's the only reason he's getting pushed. And, unfortunately, as much as I hate to say it, Shinsuke. Boogs. Best music. I mean, yeah, the music's yeah, he's great. He's got good music. Yeah. Other, than that, other than that, yeah. Like, like, yeah. yeah. I mean, I mean Lutus, Lutus, Intercontinental Lutus. Champion wasn't one of the words that any no, of us thought of. None of us said that. <laughs> no, yeah, none of us, none of us said that. None of us said AJ Styles because they haven't had good matches in WWF. Mm-hmm. Uh, and honestly, after... God, do you remember when Shinsuke and AJ Styles met at WrestleMania and everyone's like, oh my God, we're going to get an amazing match? And it was a popcorn fart? Yeah. And then Nakamura... I remember hit, hit a uh, hit a low blow to AJ Styles to be disqualified when he could have just hit him with a flying knee and been a crazy guy. Yep, and now he's just the crazy remember, comedy guy. Remember a couple weeks ago at Royal Rumble when AJ Styles and Shinsuke started it off, and it was like, "Cool, this would be a hot little start off." And then Shinsuke got eliminated within the first like three minutes. Wah, wah. It's just it just blows my mind, yeah. and that's just talking main roster. They've totally fucked up NXT mm-hmm. at this point. That was the one like shining light in the WWE family. Yeah, because I I would watch I would watch it every week. Yeah, even even Same when NXT the show, it was an hour long three matches. Even when it went to the two hour long, I still watched it and. Even though it wasn't as good as what it once was, it still wasn't horrible. It was still a wrestling show. It was still a wrestling show. And mm-hmm. now that they've gone to the 2.0, it is main roster with guys that I don't give a shit about. With watching yeah. this, seeing this SmackDown Live, I was thinking, you know what? They, they, they should. It would be better off if they just went back. To, like, NXT did a studio show. WCW used to do studio shows in Orlando. Uh... Obviously, WWE is setting up for a sale. Why can't they just... If they're going to do this shit, do it at a studio for free, you fucking assholes. Mm-hmm. Don't make anybody have to sit through this. Do it at a studio for free. Mm-hmm. And record a four-hour show with some matches and cut what you want and what you need instead of that. Like, go back to studio stuff. Right. If you're going to if you're gonna tour this, you can save more money. I remember... <laughs> Somehow. Very true. I remember in the 90s going to a show in Omaha... And it was a super show where they were recording multiple Raws, and we were there for like a five-hour wrestling show, basically. Yeah. Which is incredible. Went there, went there expecting to be there just for Raw, so you figured maybe three hours. Ended up being there for over five hours. And that was so much easier to sit through and so much more entertaining, that whole entire five-hour process, than the two-hour segment that we sat through yeah. just the other day. There's also, I mean, obviously the roster has been thinned out quite a bit. And they still have an incredible amount of wrestlers. There's still, they do, pe- but there's not still people sitting in the back not doing anything. And they're giving Natalia like three spots yeah, on the show. There's people sitting Drew in the back. Drew Gulak was in the background of Drew McIntyre walking to the ring. Yeah. Zia Lee, uh, they opened the door and Zia Lee was there as a, like, I guess, like it was supposed to be Rondo I'm or something. S- I'm sure Zia Lee and Natalia will probably start feuding at some point. Probably. Sure, whatever. Which, cool. 
Like I love Xylee. I yeah, thought she was great. freaking awesome. You got all these people I don't in the even, back. I don't hate Natalia, but with. she doesn't need to be on the same show three times. But then you've also got all these people in the ring that they're not doing anything with because they're out there for yeah. a two-minute match that you can't engage with anybody. You can't get anything anything across. And yeah, I understand that they're competing with the Olympics right now. I can I don't know was SmackDown on Fox or was it on yeah, it was Sci-Fi on this week? No, it was on Fox. Okay, yeah. So there's no fucking reason that should have been there. The only, reason, only reason Raw is on Sci-Fi is because uh, the Olympics are on USA. Yeah. Okay, so but, I didn't know if yeah. Fox was doing something They're, too, they're competing so. with themselves. Yeah, so if anything, they, they should be trying to hook more people right now because, yeah. you know, their other show is going to a different I network. mean, I wouldn't be surprised if this is, if <clears throat> Friday night was possibly one of the lower-rated SmackDowns in a while because it was the opening ceremonies for the Olympics. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it was... But they didn't but, try to but, compete but, with it. But the thing is... But they did try and compete with it. How? Because Ronda was on the show? They announced Ronda was going to be there. Mm-hmm. They announced Drew was going to be back, which I know we we don't, like, I don't, yeah. I don't mind him. You, yeah, Shane, I mean, does, Shane doesn't care for him, but I think he, he's not my least favorite, but he's he not looks one that I'm like, like yeah, he, he has, a, he has a champion on, look. He doesn't have a champion or um, they They never really announced the Goldberg thing, but if you were paying attention at all, you kind of had an idea that he was probably going to show up. Well, you know off. what? Yeah. The best that Goldberg came out and people did Goldberg, Goldberg, and people backed off halfway through him getting into the ring, and then he said a few things to uh, complete I mean, silence. Like literally, I think I said his lines as he was saying them to to Michael. Yeah, because like it was obvious what he was going to say. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and even the like um, Charlotte and Ronda thing. Was well, and bad. that was that, that was, was a bad. whole convoluted like what yeah like bringing up Sasha Banks who's not even there and got just, kicked out well, of yeah the apparently ring Sasha like, said something I guess she made some comment over the weekend yeah I've or not over the weekend before SmackDown because my she, buddy Logan that I was with he was saying something about you know, Sasha Banks possibly being in some trouble because of something that she tweeted out about. Uh, yeah, it had something to but, do with yeah, Ronda, but like but... Rhonda picked Becky, so Charlotte was like, "Whatever, you suck," and she's like, "Oh no, well then I'll just pick you." It was you. just the most convoluted. Yeah. Like I didn't understand what we were trying to get. Like, and also the fact that Charlotte Charlotte didn't win the Royal Rumble, but because Rhonda picked Becky, she was still getting to pick her. Her mm-hmm. challenger, so it was just kind of like yeah, it's like no, she doesn't hey guys, get to do you're that. You're not even paying attention to what you wrote two weeks. It's no, it's what you do is you have a, a, a contenders match for that. Or oh, let's not even talk else. about championship contenders matches. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, um, the, the <laughs> point like I remember it was the height of like um, the Attitude Era, pre WCW folding. I went to a house show at the Myriad, a famous uh, venue for. Uh, Mid-South Wrestling in the 80s, the Myriad, which was a big dirt arena. And it was uh, just a house show, and it was completely packed. Mm-hmm. And the last match on the show was a four-way match, which rarely good, but it was like Stone Cold Steve Austin, Kane, fucking Goldust, and like The Undertaker. And everybody was shitting their pants about how fun it was. Mm-hmm. I'm, Granted, I'm, I was a kid, but my dad was even entertained, and he took me to it and had no interest in it. No, it wasn't Kane. It was uh, uh, not Undertaker. It was uh, uh, Mick Foley Mankind. 
And my dad thought that stuff was fun because he understood the ridiculousness of it at the time. And it was like shocking for shocking sake. And we can argue about what that has done to wrestling. But even the shocking element of wrestling no longer exists. The crash TV thing, the thing we are mad about Vince Russo for in hindsight is still would still be potentially more entertaining than uh, this, like, you know, low-fat milk toast. Yep. I mean, I remember going to house shows when I was a kid. You know, one specifically, I've mentioned it before, <clears throat> there was a Brother Love segment in the ring where it was Brother Love, Miss Elizabeth, and Sensational Sherry. Sounds great. There was a match between Macho Man and Ted DiBiase. Great. There was Demolition versus the Heart Foundation. Incredible. Yeah, you had all of these things on a house show, not televised whatsoever, and then we have this show that we pay money to go to, you know, in the... Yeah, but you pay twice as much the new age, to watch commercials. And we get... Can you remember too many of the matches off the top of your head? I mean, I could probably name them if I tried. I don't remember who gender fought. Shinsuke. Shinsuke. Okay, so yeah, there was that one. Natalia um, and Aaliyah. Natalia and Aaliyah. Which Aaliyah is a ten-year or a six-year veteran of the of the WWE program, and she's just now on main roster because she's not good. Yeah, I mean, she's not a she's not a good wrestler. Uh, Two minute matches. New Day versus New Day. Los Lotharios. Lotharios that one Pro- the best match which of the was night. The best match of the night. Best match on the show. You had oh, yeah, Ricochet you had Ricochet versus Ricochet. Ridge, which yeah, then the turned into Ricochet and Cesaro versus Ridge and Sheamus, which was. Horrible as And the well. only good thing about that at all was that it was fun to see Ricochet go Spider-Man for a second. Yep, and then you had the Roman We didn't get to see the swing. No we didn't get to see Cesaro swing. No. Uh, and also... I'm a huge Cesaro fan. And I when, love Cesaro. I when love it, Swiss. When the original match ended, you know, Cesaro was standing right in front of me. He's got surprisingly hairy legs. Didn't realize that not seeing him as up close before. Uh, same with... Gender. Gender has way too hairy legs, and he should not be wearing short shorts anymore. If he you're needs gonna, to go to long pants. If you're going to be um, that hairless up top and that beefy up top, maybe shave the legs. Mm-hmm. it out. No one's yeah. going to be mad at you for shaving the legs. Yeah. Or wear just long pants. Or cause... you just let it all hang out like one Arn Anderson. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, when the uh, Ricochet match turned to a tag match, that's when I got up to go get another beer because I'm... Logan had gone up at the start of the Ricochet match to get a beer, and he made it down right as the pin was happening in that quick two minutes because we had a little beer stand right up at the top of the stairs from us. I made the mistake. I got a beer, and then um, I was like, I'll go go get another beer, and it was like after 8 o'clock, but Arena is like an hour before the show's over, no longer served beer, and I was like, I guess I should have got two because uh, now I'm just kind of waiting for this to be over. (laughs) Speaking of waiting for it to be over. I hope you weren't waiting for this show to be over, because, but we are ending it now. Yes, yeah. uh, we, it's time. Like, like I said, we these house shows, we, we like having them. Mm-hmm. We need to do them more often, we definitely. When we, it's hard when, what do you get? We one Raw, one SmackDown? On Mania, and then, you know, yeah. seven years from now, when we finally get to watch it again and rediscuss it. It's such a shame. compare notes. Such <laughs> a shame that we can't have a touring, uh, like, network NXT, where we can go to two NXT shows a year yeah, and talk about those that are Black fun. And gold. Black and gold. Where we can be excited I'd about... Love to, I'd love to say that I've heard that they're going to start touring again, but... You, I mean, they are they are going to be in Dallas WrestleMania weekend, so yeah, maybe they are going to start doing some touring again. Mm. Who knows if 
that show would actually be any good because I Wait, who knows honestly right now? there's two people in NXT that I give probably two shits about. So yeah, I will, I do want to shout out before we leave. Hmm. Uh, dark match that Matt and I caught. We didn't catch the first one. We caught the second one. It was uh, Champa and Roddy, and people were uh, okay, pretty into it, and it was nice. Was it Roddy or was it Pete Dunne? It was Roddy. Okay, Roddy. because the re- the review thing that I read, somebody had wrote Pete Dunne, but oh, that was no. the only time that they had wrote his name. They didn't mention him after that. It just said uh, no, no. It was Roddick, Roderick. Roderick. Mean, they look nothing alike, which okay. is pretty funny. Yeah, that match was. Because I well, remember you guys I, saying that was Roddy a solid, ma- a solid it was, house it was show match. Such a great match for the six to seven minute match that it was. That'll probably show on main event. Yeah, yeah that's something. a seven minute house show match that would have been a twelve or fifteen minute um, like main event match on a good NXT. Yeah, but if they like, had SmackDown, show. it would be two minutes and seventeen seconds. Yeah, so it was nice to see that, and it was like, oh, cool, and I was like, kind of pumped and then it just sucked all the air and i hate that i'm smacking down on smackdown so much because it's it's been my favorite of the two shows for quite a while because they've I mean, got the I upper think hand the reviews but coming yeah. out from everybody online are basically that it was a very bad show uh-huh. and unfortunately we were there live yeah i want I to mean, read it if, i if, want an iou i mean <laughs> if another show comes through and i was given free tickets i'd probably go again but that's the thing is if I was given free tickets I probably would but I don't know if or when I'll want to spend money on a WWE show I mean Matt and I didn't have time that's the, the reason future. why we're not going to Wrestlemania yeah. I just don't want to spend money on can't it can't right trust you and, and you're way too expensive yeah. for what you give Matt in return Matt and I last minute we're off you're like tickets, a bad whore and we were both free for the evening <clears throat> and I don't regret going but I will not be purchasing a ticket anytime I soon. enjoyed dinner with my boys yeah, afterwards right. Uh-huh. More than I did the show. It was very nice to be up, um, If you're ever a... in Oklahoma City, you should check out the parlor. I don't remember the name of the pizza place off the top Providence of my head. Providence Pizzeria? Yeah. 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 They're very pretty, good. Damn, yeah. pretty damn tasty. Pretty damn tasty. Pizza was and nice. they're beautiful. See? See, we still brought the food. Right. Even, even to a house show. That's right. <laughs> Took it to the finish instead of at the beginning. Yeah, because WWF had no nourishment. That's right. Well, everyone, if you like this episode, which, like I said earlier, hopefully you get to do some more of these house shows. Because I enjoy these, like, just chatting away yeah it's nice to do one every once in a while we're like no what script. are you excited I've always, about? I've always thought about just cutting the stuff like that we randomly talk about in between when we actually record and putting it into a house show but it'd just be this like just random like two minutes of something so it's i mean to be weird. you could to have be that be like a, a little tag at the the end I mean, oh that's fine to be honest like <laughs> my favorite podcasts have no point outside of to talk shit Mm-hmm. And uh, so, you know. Like, my favorite one currently still is the fake doctor's real friends. And the majority of the time, when they're not talking about the Standards. show, they're talking about getting drunk and getting high. So, yeah, I just want I bring uh, the alcohol yeah. and I'll go outside and hit my weed vape in between. Yeah. People are entertaining, <laughs> all of a sudden, talk about anything. But if you like any of our episodes, please go out there, rate, review us on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, or wherever you find your podcast at. If you ever have any questions, comments, concerns, recipes, recipes, drink ideas, if you have an excuse for maybe you if you have maybe, a to- if you have a topic you want to hear us talk about, yeah, no shit, we'll we, do it. We love, like I said, we want to do more of these house shows. Sometimes it's just yeah. we don't have anything. Got some trivia to you say think you're other stop us than with. <laughs> yeah, send us send us a uh, your argument for Drew McIntyre. There you go. <laughs> Good luck. But you can always email us those at WrestlingHistoryX at gmail.com or find us on Twitter at WrestlingHistoX. That's Wrestling H-I-S-T-O. 
X. Cue the Drew McIntyre theme song, which is still stuck in my head after hearing it for 15 minutes straight hmm. at WWFE SmackDown. I still feel the uh, burns from the fire at ringside. Oh, nice. <laughs> they did have flames. Yeah. We'll talk to you later. Bye. Pyro for what? Laters.